This is episode three, and we're getting a little cozy for this one. It's dark. I got the candle. I don't know if you can see it if you're watching on Instagram, but uh, we have this nice, uh, beautiful leather candle. And if you're listening on not Instagram, like Spotify or Apple Music, you can't see anything. So it doesn't really matter that I just held that up. Um, oh, well, though. Again, howdy do to you. Welcome back. And this podcast is all about embracing the journey of life by learning lessons together about business, entrepreneurship, and self-development. I'm Jack Linderman, founder and CEO of Paragon Productions, a production company based here in Indiana. And I'm your host, but not a host for this episode because there is still not a guest. Coming very soon, though, we have guests. So uh, stay tuned for that. Today on this episode, I want to talk about one of the uh, biggest questions in creative business that I hear, I get asked. Um, it's the driver of, of your business. And that's how do you get clients? Where do I even start? You know, like what, what do I have to do to get people to give me money to do things for them? And so there's a handful of different ways you can approach this, but I think there's one that is relatively tried and true. If you're just starting out relatively no experience and, um, you want to get the ball rolling in some way. So these are my three steps to getting clients. So step number one, actually kind of like a preliminary step zero is assess your situation. You know, are you coming in with no experience in your craft at all? You've never picked up a camera. You've never opened up Photoshop or illustrator. You've never held a microphone. You've never done any of that. Is that how you're coming in? Or do you have some experience making videos with friends, um, shooting stuff for YouTube, doing something along those lines where you know the basics of the craft? Um, if you are a former and you have no experience, I would start doing some stuff on your own first. So just start making things, you know? Um, you build up craft pretty quickly when you're doing passion projects, when you're just experimenting and you don't have the pressure of a client over you. Um, if you're in that camp, make things on your own without the pressure of a client and then check back. If you're in camp too, and you have some amount of experience, this is what I would do. So as I talked about in episode one, luck is the result of good preparation. So you've done your due diligence in creating content on your own for yourself, no overhead pressure at all. Now you have the experience necessary to do some amount of paid work, whether it's a $50, $100 job, it doesn't matter. You're going to have a skill set that's valuable to someone. But if you haven't done any work in the paid client world, you lack one thing, and that is proof. You have to have proof that you know what you're doing. And for most clients, they're not going to get their proof that you are good at what you're doing by watching some horror movie you shot with your friends or a music video made with your friends. So this is exactly what I did um, to start getting the ball rolling client-wise. I reached out to a handful of businesses um, in my area. Local, they're small businesses. They don't have a ton of employees, aren't doing a ton of revenue. Small businesses that don't have really any marketing. Um, I reached out to them on Facebook, found their emails, LinkedIn, all the sorts, and you, you enter with this. You say, Hello, dear sir or madam, or don't, don't do that. That's super corny and I hate it. Um, but if you know the person's name, say, Hey, blank. Um, I'm trying to get into 
the blank business video production for myself. And I was wondering if you guys had any marketing needs um, for your company. I would be willing to provide a free video for you guys in exchange for promoting my work and letting me use that on a demo reel. So essentially I went to these companies, said, hey, let me shoot something for you for free. You guys have no obligation at all. I'll do it for totally free as long as I can use it on my portfolio. And if you've ever done cold calls or cold emails before, you'll know that your response rates are usually like a one in 10. Um, and even with this, even with free work, people still think it's weird and the scam or whatever. Um, so your response rates are still probably gonna be like 10 or 20%. So you wait a day or two and you might hear back from one person. This person that says, hey, yeah, we'd love for you to do a free video for us. Let's get on a call. Treat this person like gold because they are your very first client. So I shoot heavily in the commercial and the real estate world for video. And it was about the same time that I started doing paid real estate work um, that I started doing free commercial work. So I, I reached out to this business and they got back with me and said, yeah, we'd love to do that. So your next step is to deliver the hell out of that video logo animation. Whatever you're doing, make it exceptional. Put in the work that you would for a million dollar job into this thing that's for free and knock it out of the park. If you play your cards right and you create an astounding product and deliver phenomenal customer service, the odds that this person or this company will come back to you and then at that point you can say, hey, actually, you know, we did this free video. I'm glad you got a lot of value out of it. Um, these are my actual rates. The odds that this person will come back to you and go like, okay, let's do it. And they'll pay you your actual rates um, are, are very high. They're super high. And you'd be surprised um, how much free work can get you. In the worst case scenario, you do a free job for somebody, you knock it out of the park, they never come back to you. You at least have this piece that you can put on your portfolio that now shows proof that you know what you're doing in a client environment, not in the shooting with your friends in your bedroom, in your house environment, where you're working with a client and you can put their company on there, you can ask for a testimonial. Free work is the way to get started. So the quick recap of those three is reach out to a bunch of people saying, I will do free work for you in exchange for use on my portfolio. Um, then you knock it out of the park for them. They come back is step three. If they come back, you continue to do great work and build a relationship with them. Um, sounds pretty simple, right? And there's only three steps, really just kind of two. The last one is when you're actually getting the, the gigs rolling. But the nuance comes in more than just knocking the quality of the work out of the park. Quality is more accessible than ever these days. More people know how to use uh, cameras, Photoshop, they know how to use these programs. And so quality is not going to be what makes you stand out necessarily. It's gonna be your customer service. Too many creatives get too hung up on the creative part of creative business. And it's that second word, the business, that really matters. That is what is going to put food on your table, pay your bills, and make this a career for life. And if you follow these steps correctly and you start getting some free work, one in 10 shot when you email somebody, maybe two in 10 one, or one in five, um, and you start to do some free work, the actual product, it, it matters. I mean, you want your stuff to look good, but the reason somebody will come back to you 
is because of your customer service, how you make them feel working with you. You can deliver an exceptional product, but if you're a pain in the ass to work with, or nobody likes to be around you, you make your shoots kind of stressful and high strung, um, you're just not having a good time with your client, they probably won't come back because nobody wants to hang around somebody that's not fun to hang around. Um, but on the other hand, if maybe your the quality of your work isn't up to the highest standard, but I mean, you still know relatively what, what you're doing, um, but you're a blast to be around, you're a fun person, um, your client feels like a million bucks when they're with you. You show them a fun time on set, you bring a speaker, you get jams going, you're laughing and joking, um, you carry yourself well, you look presentable, you smile, eye contact, firm handshake, like the typical charisma business sort of stuff. That is a client that's going to come back to you, even if the quality of work has room to grow. And of course, everybody's quality of work has room to grow. It's easier to train someone to be better at their job. It's a lot harder to train someone to be a better person. So be a good person, be fun to work with. And that is what is going to start the snowball rolling of clients coming back to you for repeat work. Some common objections that might come up are for step one, what do I even say to these clients when I reach out to them? Or how do I even find people to email? Um, to the second question of how to find people, um, going to your local Chamber of Commerce website for your area is a great way to find a directory of businesses. Um, and then you know the places around you. You know who's some like big corporate uh, chain. You don't want to be emailing your local McDonald's and asking to do free work. There's uh, That's a totally different ballgame. But you know like your mom and pop diner, your coffee shop, you know your car detailing place, you know the small businesses that could benefit from a free video. And then it's just a matter of using the internet to find some contact information. You can ask around too. Um, there's not really one right way to do it. If you put in the work, you should be able to find some names, numbers, emails. To the first part of that question though of what to say in these emails, I uh, kind of went over it briefly. But to go in a bit more detail, hey, X person, insert something that you love about that brand. Um, you probably don't want to be doing work for brands that you just hate and despise. If they come back to be like a repeat client, that'd be no fun for you. Like you don't want to work for a place that you hate. So come in strong with your email and say something that you like about the place. Everybody loves to be complimented. They love to feel good about themselves. Um, so let them know genuinely what you like about the business they are running. Come out with that first and then introduce yourself. So, hello X, I love X about your place. Simple enough. My name is Jack, I run a video production company, um, and I'm trying to gather some more work for my portfolio. I would love to provide a free video, free logo, free whatever you do, for you in exchange for some usage on my portfolio. Are you interested in setting up a call to talk about this sometime this week or next week? That's basically the exact template I used in all of my cold emails to get free work in the beginning. And it's still similar to what I use now if I'm cold emailing somebody, I just don't say the free part. <laughs> More objections might be to the second part. Um, how do I knock it out of the park? The best thing to do to knock it out of the park is to when you're setting up this like initial discovery call with your client, you don't want to go in blind. Obviously you want to talk to them before 
uh, you start a free whatever you're doing for them, um, you want to talk about what their needs are, the best thing you can do is ask a lot of questions. You want them to think about their business in ways they haven't before. And so if you come in prepared asking, what what what's your typical ad spend per month and what uh, ROI do you get on that? Or you're asking, for example, what is the average value of a lifetime customer to you? What's the average value of a one-year customer to you? If you can get them to think about their business in ways they haven't before, or even at least ways they haven't really expressed to anyone else before, that will show that you are the expert and that you're worth a lot more than free. And your likelihood of them coming back to you will be super high. So ask a lot of questions to show that you're the boss. Clients don't want to hear um, all the technical specifications, all the, the jargon um, that creative people like to use. Um, you, they don't want to hear about camera specs. They don't want to hear about color grading or any of that. They don't want to hear about your process. They want to know that you care about their process. And then finally, the last objection here is, okay, so you knock it out of the park. Fantastic. Great. I'm proud of you. But they come back and they say, what would you charge to actually do like a commercial with us? And you go, oh shit, I have no idea. That's exactly what I did. I had no idea when they came back and asked what my rates were. The broad advice I'd give here is if you're just starting out, just starting your client work, is to put your rates somewhere between like what you'd make at McDonald's and what like a very entry level teacher would make, right? So you don't want to come in too high or too low, um, which is totally broad and doesn't help at all. Uh, but you want your clients to be able to afford you. And more than likely in the very beginning, they're not going to have big budgets. Um, if you want some hard and fast numbers for video guys uh, or girls for video production, I'd say most of my entry level gigs when I started were somewhere between 500 and a thousand dollars. And those numbers are for like pre-production all the way through post. So if you work out the hourly rate, it's somewhere usually between 25 and 50 bucks an hour. Um, you don't want to charge hourly, but if you think about your projects that way, um, it can kind of help to just understand that most things you do when you start out are going to be within that range. Um, sometimes you'll have to do a $100 project or a $200 project, and that's okay. That is more than awesome when you are just starting out. And if you're thinking about either if you're in high school and you're don't want to really do the college thing or you're in college and are thinking about trying to start this now or you're in a job and you're thinking about leaving um, because you want to pursue a creative business these numbers are going to be low for like actually living on your own but you are creating something from nothing here and it is beyond a miracle that i even got paid a hundred bucks to shoot something when i was just starting out um, and those numbers only grow and they only grow exponentially. So be okay with your cheap jobs to start. Um, but for concrete numbers, I'd stick roughly in between the 25, 50 buck an hour range for your videos. I hope that helps clear up some of the questions you guys might have about getting clients right out of the gate. If you have any more, drop a comment, shoot me a DM. Uh, don't forget if you like what you're hearing, if you want to share it with a friend, that'd be sweet. Um, otherwise, you can drop this a like, give it a follow on Spotify or iTunes. Whatever you want to do, thank you so much. And we will actually be back next week with a guest on the show. Stay tuned for that. I hope you guys are getting some sort of value out of this. Let me know if you have any questions. 
things you want to hear me talk about. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Wheels Up Show. Peace.